Welcome to the Match Fit Conditioning Podcast. Transforming over 100,000 footballers worldwide. Everything we do is aimed at enabling you to gain an edge completely by yourself without needing help from a training partner or teammates. Open yourself to doing things smarter and with more intention, focus and attention to detail than your teammates, opponents and even your coaches. Are you ready to get match fit? Hi everyone, welcome to Match Fit Conditioning. The question I want to be answering today is why should speed training not be done after training or when I'm already fatigued? So it's a pretty simple one. Speed training has a couple of different purposes. The first one is to practice perfect technique so we can improve our technique and be more efficient and become faster just by putting our limbs in the right places and putting force in the direction we want it to go. The second thing is we're trying to run at maximal intensities when we're doing speed training for the vast majority of the time. Um, that's for a couple of reasons. If, if you want to be fast, you need to practice being fast. Let's just say your top speed was 50 miles per hour. It's not going to make you faster by running 12 miles an hour. Even if you're working on other things, the majority of your training should work on overloading your top end and trying to improve your, the stage where you are and get better than what you already can do. Another reason why you shouldn't do this and one shouldn't train fatigued is a lot of the accessory work or the supplementary work that you would do with speed training, like plyometric work before or after, most likely before, is all about putting as much force into the ground as possible and doing those exercises with good technique. So if you're already fatigued, you're not going to be able to increase the amount of power you can produce in an efficient way because you're going to be tired. So this leads us to a more general point that we should probably try and train at high intensities and low intensities, and we should probably be wary of the middle intensity. So the, the moments that win games are high intensity. The way we're going to get better at it during our training in the gym or on pitch is by training at high intensities. If we're training at low intensities, it, it at least gives us the ability to recover from the higher intensity work while also getting work done. Now, if you're training at medium intensity you're not getting better at the top end work that wins games and you're not allowing your body to recover by doing low intensity work so you're probably just going to become an average player and not be able to improve anything that you're actually working on and this is the same as speed training so in most of our speed training we do want to be running at absolute maximal top speed once we've warmed up of course so if you want to run fast and you want to become faster you need to practice being able to run fast so it's really simple. We don't want to get good at the moderate intensity type work. The best time to do this work is going to be before training. That's going to be time efficient so you don't have to have a standalone session or before the gym so you don't have to go out again. Before training I find is a really useful time to do things. It means you can go out and you can do some foam rolling and you can do the mobility work that you personally need to do that sometimes we don't actually get to do when we're warming up with our team. Then you can go out and you can do speed work and that's going to help you get ready for the session you're actually about to perform as well. So by the time your team training session starts, you're going to be ready and rearing to go. Sometimes we don't, a mistake we make is not hitting 100% intensity during our warm-ups. So it's really important that you do do that. If you find that your team doesn't do that well, then it's probably a good time to do this because you're going to kill two birds with one stone. You're going to be able to increase your maximum speed and you're also going to be raring to go, both physically and mentally, when you start the session. Now, 
if we're talking about more conditioning-based work, that probably is something that could be done after training or after a gym session because we're not going to be looking to run 100% speed most of the time with some of that work. Um, but with speed training, it's definitely best to do this when you are fresh, when you're recovered from the day's training before and before you go out and do any exercise. So if you can't find any time to do your speed training, but you really think it's something you need to improve on and you can't work out a way to put it around the rest of your training, then I really recommend you go out and you do this type of work on your own as a standalone session. It's probably going to be the most, the best way to get the most out of this type of work because if you're doing it on your own also, it means that you're going to have lots and lots of rest and have good quality. And that means your, your nervous system is going to be able to recover in between each rep. So... Really simple, this work should always be done when fresh, whether it be before training or gym, or as a standalone session on its own. So if you want to be fast, you have to train fast. Thanks for tuning in to the Match Fit Conditioning Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with one of your teammates. To learn more about the Match Fit Method and to start your training with us, visit www.matchfitconditioning.com. We'll show you how to gain an edge on the pitch at an elite level by transforming your fitness level, nutrition, and mindset.